0: Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net. Blip, blip, blip. <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh, God! Hack the what Net. What just happened?
1: We, you got hacked by Russian hackers. It's <laughs> Hack the Net now. <laughs> oh,
0: man. And Jeff definitely will leave this in the
2: episode, too. I don't know.
0: Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where well, once a week we take a deep dive into the darkest recesses of the internet to find something amusing or maybe even
1: just comprehensible. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski, and I'm loading the hacker name generator to say that this week's hacker name is Alakazam. <laughs> oh
3: my. <laughs> it, I'm Louisa Heron. No, shut up! Yeah. I'm I'm Louisa Heron. Thank you. Is it Al A period oh, Kazam? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, although all the
1: A's are fours as an optional variant. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah. What about
0: abracadabra with all fours, but then when anyone clicks on your username, it plays
1: the entirety of the song abracadabra. <laughs> I should find it. Yeah, Very you good. should put that song at the end of the episode. He's yeah.
3: the Will Smith genie in this new Aladdin, like a digital genie for the modern age.
1: Wow! All right, let's get into it.
3: <laughs> wait, wait.
1: Yeah, he's I'm, a hip I'm genie. Thinking, he's he I'm talks about he's Fortnite. A
3: hacker name Alakazam, and I'm thinking, what okay. about a cool digital genie? I thought might... I turned over two <laughs> pages in the script at,
0: at the same time because I did not understand where how we got to this. He no, I'm into
3: it. Tron universe to. The Yeah, to create magic Except it's not magic, it's technology And you couldn't tell the difference
1: Yeah, take that Highline So does
0: he then travel back in time To like medieval Persia or whatever Yeah, and he's like, look at my iPad You're totally blown away by this I feel like this is already a theory with the Robin Williams genie, isn't it? Like, yeah, that does uh, make
1: I want to yeah, that, I wanna, I, sense. I wanna apologize to the audience. Uh, it was Arthur C. Clarke.
3: I said Arthur C. Clarke,
1: you I, dumbass. I know, I said Heinlein before you said that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I think that there is a 100% chance that the Will Smith genie will dab and make a reference to Fortnite or do one of the Fortnite dances. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. That that hurt my body. Like, yeah, I'm because you pain. know how deep in your soul that it's true.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't doubt you at all. I think that's 100% accurate. But, like, literally when you said that, I had that feeling that you get when you, like, uh, you know, fall over in your chair and you have that, like, stomach <laughs> Dropping the feeling. Yeah. No, but
3: hold on. I was a teenager when the first uh, the animated Aladdin Disney movie came out. Mm-hmm. I and was
0: a teenage werewolf. Go on. Yeah.
3: And it was a full moon that night. No. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, see, even seeing the movie then, I came out of it with my friends and were like, ugh, but he, he made like Terminator references. Like, this is bullshit. This is going to be outdated so fast. And, and hey, we were fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all bullshit, guys. Yeah. Was I don't fun? know
1: any of the late night hosts that he references at all. <laughs> God, the fact
0: that there's an Arsenio Hall talk show reference in that movie. Jesus. Then, like,
3: that show was on the air for one year. <laughs> no, <it> was, well... <laughs> Also, it's stuff that Robin Williams knows, so there's a lot of references to, like, really old movie stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, that's true of a lot of cartoons in that time period. I will say, as a person who very much enjoyed watching the Animaniacs, I've watched a handful of episodes as an adult, and now that I get a lot more of the references, fuck you, animators. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Really? That's, going like, all the insufferable. Way back all the classic Bugs Bunny and everything.
0: Yeah. Bullshit. Speaking of, speaking of which, um, I've been thinking a lot about this uh, this upcoming Space Jam sequel that is oh, coming no. out, and, like, trying to wrap my head around the feeling of the fact that the Looney Tunes in this one are going to be referencing out-of-date references that I, I do remember for maybe the first time. Mm-hmm. Oof, that's a- that's a- that's yes. a feeling. <laughs>
3: Uh, I had that feeling not that long ago, this year probably, when I realized that the radio was playing a lot of songs I didn't like all of a sudden. The radio that's just like generic, have mm-hmm. it on at work, pop hits. Mm-hmm. And it was because they start they have started playing nostalgia music for people my age, which is mm-hmm. mid-90s stuff, which I still don't want to hear again. <laughs> but enough other people do that they're like, yeah, fucking Pearl Jam every hour. Ugh, it's horrible.
0: Yeah, it's very weird because... I don't know if it's that I'm old, or if it's that the music is just genuinely bad, but like, I feel like if you play, I don't know, uh, like, The Eagles or Creedence Clearwater Revival or something every Mm -hmm. hour, there's music that, like, there's enough variance in their music that that can be still quite enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Like, I could listen to ten Creedence Clearwater Revival songs in a day and not feel like, oh, I I can't stand listening to this. Anymore. Whereas Pearl Jam, their songs are all identical, right? Yes.
2: yes.
1: I would listen to ten Creedence Clearwater Revival songs and get continually more and more mad that this dude from California is being like, "I love being from the Bayou." <laughs> he was being—he was playing a character, Jeff. yeah, he was
3: yeah. on behalf
0: of a character, a, a character Mr. from Mr. the Bayou. <laughs>
3: Clearwater Re- Sir Credence Clearwater Revival is from the bio. <laughs> the actor playing him is not. Yeah, John Fogerty
1: like- is playing a character named Credence C Revival.
3: <laughs> this is just like Larry the Cable Guy, who we all love.
1: Yes. I mean, listen, if
0: Larry the Cable Guy put the effort into pretending to be the guy <laughs> that you Credence would Clearwater like him
3: was- then? I don't think so. I think
0: I'd like him more. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. I guess. I a hundred percent believe that the exact same thing that Larry the Cable Guy is doing badly, Guy Fieri is doing much better, and I
1: like Guy Fieri much more. Mm. I think <laughs> yeah, that I think that Guy Fieri just is that way, whereas Larry the Cable Guy knows that it makes money to be <laughs> that way.
0: Yes, agreed. I think that I think that Guy Fieri is like a normal human being who has a little bit of those tendencies, but when he's on screen or front of a crowd he's like playing up that part of himself to a cartoonish level
3: yeah i'm okay with that i guess
0: yeah that's what i'm saying that i'm into and also like regardless of the fact that there is a performative aspect to that character that he's being he is putting the garbage food into his mouth and (laughs) And he's doing like that's a level of commitment that i'm into
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's fair He's apparently really nice. Yeah, I know someone who knew one of his kids. I mean, the fact that this is a story that goes nowhere. Thank you. Great. The, f- the fact that he is,
0: like, a-, a food troll, like, the kind that you would tell uh, cautionary tales about, and yet he continually, voluntarily officiates gay weddings all over the country is so great, and, like, a gift from the internet to me, personally, I think.
1: Yeah, I think food troll is the best way to describe him, because he would absolutely try to eat any billy goats going over his bridge. Oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> no matter how gruff they were. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a shame uh, you never get to get, it's a shame we never got to go to his restaurant in New York City like we were going to that one time. I did that. Yeah, I know, but we all were gonna go that one time. Oh, yeah, save okay. it
0: for the two hundredth episode. Or
3: <laughs> Can you imagine going all the way to New uh, York just to go to that restaurant? Yeah, it was fine.
0: Like, you walk out and it's like, Oh look, there's tickets available for Hamilton. Well anyway, going home now. <laughs> bye.
1: Uh we could go to the one in Philly. Uh, yeah could. Yeah, we could. uh, could That's much closer to you guys and more reasonable, uh, not at all reasonable for me to go to.
0: (laughs) Here's the question with a codicil. Mm -hmm. Do you think the Philadelphia restaurant will be less good than the one in New York? Codicil, is it possible for any restaurant to be less good than (laughs) the Guy Fieri restaurant? I think it's
3: going to be literally exactly the same, and there will be one menu item that's like a cheesesteak-related thing as a nod to Philadelphia, but if you eat it, you won't be able to remember what it's like afterwards, it's all just the same.
0: How long did it take for you guys to realize that when people talk about donkey sauce in reference to Guy Fieri, that's not a joke, that's a real thing he says?
1: Oh, exactly. uh, No, I knew that. I knew that before Probably people referenced it. I, I'm a genuine fan of Guy Fieri's whole deal. <laughs> I definitely like
0: loathed him with a passion when he was first on the scene, but it's such a, th- a case of, like, I- I've grown to respect the fact that he's still that
1: Oh, yeah. uh, this is this is in that casino that's in Philly. I don't think we want to go there. I oh, think it would parks. be too sad. Harris.
3: Oh, right. Mm. Yeah, see,
1: Casinos are a level of sad where I'm like,
0: everyone here has done this to themselves, so I don't feel <laughs> that bad.
3: Casinos are a level of sad, like drinking, where if you just do a little bit and get out, you're fine. You had a good uh-huh. time. Yeah, that's if how addiction going, works. Yeah, if you oh, keep going, then it's real bad. So you have yeah, to get out of the casino. Here's the trick to, to add.
1: addiction: just don't get addicted. Yeah, that's what just Louisa's say no. saying. <laughs>
0: Nancy Reagan, thank you. The idea of drinking as being a level of sadness is yes. like, like so accurate. It's really blowing my mind. <laughs> it is a depressant. Yeah, I mean, it's like if if instead not the way I
1: do it, maybe mm, no, <laughs> that's even more depressing. <laughs> yeah, that's way
2: worse.
0: It's like if you were describing hell, but instead of the levels of hell, it was the levels of sadness. I feel like drinking would be on that list for sure.
2: Mm-hmm, yep.
0: Yeah, and the then nine the- levels of hell are drinking. Um, the DMV when it's crowded. Yeah, shopping uh, All- online. to All make I, make I know I feel better
1: is in the ninth level. The <clears> devil's <throat> eating a bunch of people and frozen in a block of ice. He can't do both. Mm, yeah, he can.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Singing both parts of romantic duet songs while you're loading the dishwasher? Ooh, that's a good one. I have done that. (laughs) It's very good for depression. Oh, it's great. What what I like about our levels of sadness that we're talking
0: about right now is that they all still make me feel good.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's the trick. That's the trap. That's That's the greatest greatest trick trick the devil devil ever (laughs) played was making sadness (laughs) feel good. Yeah. That is 100% true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we've dropped some real wisdom on our audience
3: today for maybe the first time.
1: All right, we're we're 10 minutes into the episode, so tell me what got you through this week, Louisa.
3: Are we not 20 minutes into the episode? But anyway.
1: Uh, No, we started 10 minutes into the recording.
3: Okay. Uh, I went to Trader Joe's this week, which I love, but I haven't been there for a while because, uh, like we've talked about before, if you go to a couple different grocery stores, you don't spend half your money at one and half your money at the other, you accidentally spend, like, 20% more at both. Yeah. So I try to avoid going to Trader Joe's, but I love it so much.
0: It's weird to me that Trader Joe's doesn't just do better because the the stuff that they have is good, and then they have, like, they have an insult to produce sections.
3: Yeah! And they've made it bigger at my local one recently, which is insane. Like, don't. Just get rid of it! Just have more canned goods and boxed goods, because those are your good stuff. Yeah. I don't even know... Is there anyone on Earth to
0: whom Trader Joe's is the grocery store? I think so, and I think that's why. Do they have... Are their bones, like, dissolving because they only eat, like, packaged goods and rotten food?
3: (laughs) Well, possibly. Yes. Accurate, Uh, but it's so hard to go there. You have to carry a basket, or I do, and not get a cart because you will fill up that cart.
0: See, I have the exact opposite problem. Every time I go to Trader Joe's, I'm like, "Oh my god, these fucking, uh, you know, cookie butter cookies are the the shit." (laughs) And then I walk through every other section, and I'm like, "I don't want to eat any of this at all."
3: (laughs) Well, you don't buy a lot of raw ingredients for baking, for instance, and I do, and so I do notice prices. And to see like a bottle of vanilla that's half the price and twice the size of one at the grocery store, well, I gotta get that, obviously.
0: The thing is, the the main thing that I go to grocery stores for is to get you know produce and like meats and stuff to cook meals with. Mm -hmm. And they do have cheap meats there, but they're Mm -hmm. all pre-seasoned, and I hate that. I don't want that at all.
3: Yes, agreed on that front, and also a lot of their stuff is like this is a sausage, but it's chicken and no nitrates, and you're like, oh, I wanted those nitrates. That's the point. Yeah, well, a of we're eating that.
1: sausage mostly for the nitrates.
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't I smoke, I need to get my essential nitrates somewhere. I understand
0: that nitrates are bad, but like I know that nitrogen is essential to life, so... I'm Oh, sure. checkmate science. Yeah, it seems like there's a disconnect there, and I absolutely will not educate myself on it.
3: Yeah, same. Also, I've <laughs> tried no-nitrate pepperoni, and it tasted very bland to me, so I don't go back to that.
1: guys, the nitrates are the part that tastes good. Mm-hmm. I think that we're confusing <laughs> nitrates and nitrites. I think nitrites are the things in meat.
3: Well, a lot of the little labels say no nitrates or nitrites, because I'm like, well, I don't even know the difference between
1: the two mm, see maybe that's why they put it on there and nitrates are something that's not even in food <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah oh like when they say gluten-free um, uh, chocolate or something that never would yeah. have gluten anyway <laughs>
1: uh-huh
3: Oh man, I do love the
0: idea of somebody at a grocery... It makes me think of, like, people shopping for gifts for people they don't know very well, like their nieces and nephews or whatever, where Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, all I know about them is that they eat gluten-free, so I'm only (laughs) gonna look at things that say gluten-free on the label. (laughs) I got you Super Mario gluten-free
1: for the (laughs) Nintendo (laughs)
0: GameCube. Oh, man, Jeff, you need to stop, uh, like, backdoor pitching your sci-fi novels on this uh,
1: podcast. (laughs) <laughs> Ugh. it's made of toads. Some green is toads. <laughs>
3: Uh, anyway, so, Trader Joe's is super great. Uh, I end up buying wow, stuff. that's what you got that's out of all of this i Yeah, I'm listening w- to you. And also, furthermore, <laughs> uh, no, I don't really have anything else I great like
1: that way, you guys. I like Trader Joe's, um, uh, Prince and the Popper twin uh, Aldi. It's the mm-hmm. popper to Trader Joe's Prince, because they're owned by the same company, yeah. and sell the same seasonal products, but Aldi looks <laughs> like a warehouse that funnels you through the aisles in a very <laughs> like mechanical way that I enjoy a lot. Oh,
3: yeah, see, I might need I, to go to Aldi. There's a new one here, and I haven't ever been. But yeah, I've heard the same thing. And I they just true.
0: opened a new Aldi near me. I am also quite near a, a Trader Joe's, and I went into it because I'm like everyone always talks about Aldi. I'm gonna give this a shot, and it like stressed me out so much. Yeah, it's always so crowded, and ah. like the it, like you say, it's like a warehouse. So it's just like like you you feel like you're about to start roller derbying at any moment. <laughs> yeah, it's they a place... just
3: ring a big bell and then everyone attacks each other?
1: <laughs> yes! There's no bags, and it's a place where you can get, like, two months of groceries for a hundred bucks, so it's really wild in there. But also, ju- like, as you would
0: expect from a place where you can get two months of groceries for a hundred dollars, all of the groceries look like there's a 30% chance that they will give
1: you hepatitis. <laughs> yeah. It's actually, I... I think the store brand tastes surprisingly good, but all of the, like, branding is just off. It's, like, fresh foods, cheese crackers. Like... (laughs) Uh it just seems so close to Cheez-Its, but yeah. it's not quite Cheez-Its, and that <laughs> feels wrong in the now, inside.
3: does Aldi do the thing Trader Joe's does, which is you pick up an impulse buy, you're like, oh, you know, uh, rose-flavored cookies or something you wouldn't ever try. You're like, huh, ah, I guess I'll give this a try. You find out you absolutely love it, and then it's discontinued within two months. <laughs>
1: uh, yes, they have constantly rotating seasonal items, so if you want in September to get the maple cookies that are available in both Trader Trader Joe's and mm-hmm. Aldi, you have to stock up. Same thing with the Peppermint Oreos.
3: Yes, that's very true. Oh, they have a new flavor of JoJo's, which I didn't buy, yeah. but I'm still thinking about, which is Neapolitan. So it's strawberry cream inside one chocolate cookie and one vanilla cookie. Ah, I might have to go back and get those. They um,
1: they also will sell, unlike Trader Joe's, there'll be, like, one section of extremely discounted name brand stuff. So it'll mm-hmm. be, like, a case of LaCroix for $2, or, like, those special diet coke flavors that every other store discontinued very quickly and you can get like a case (laughs) yeah exactly you can get the spicy mango diet coke for extremely cheap
3: oh that's really cool like a big lots for groceries
1: (laughs) yeah it's just like one aisle of name brand stuff and everything else is very workman like uh chocolate sandwich oreo cookie with peppermint bit (laughs) <laughs> Again, I mean, the same exact thing That is with Trader
0: Joe's, though Is that, like, surely when you go to The grocery store You should mainly be going for Produce, like, fresh things To eat, Listen, right?
3: you fucking elitist There's <laughs> produce really at all, Yeah, and it's
0: terrible <laughs> it's, it's worse than Trader Joe's Somehow like, <laughs> I went there, and I was like, okay I'd like to buy an onion Oh, you can't. You can only buy bags of Ten pounds of onions, and and all of those bags have at least two moldy onions in them.
3: <sighs> that is true. That is really a problem with the whole <laughs> Trader Joe's complex of stores. Why yeah. is that? That's kind of crazy, huh? It is. It's so weird. They have you only need a lot things. of
1: onions. Their all cheeses
3: you- are fucking amazing. They have amazing cheeses for super cheap. Yeah. How are they not figured out? Apples. Yeah. All you here,
0: Trader Joe's. I've got it for you. So pay somebody twenty-five cents an hour to cut open those bags of apples and then just throw away the moldy ones. That's it. That's all you need to do. Let me me pay for them by the pound instead. It's so much better. Mm,
3: I guess it's not better for them and that's the difference. Isn't it? Why not? Because they can get you to buy all those apples. (laughs) They they need to get rid of those apples, okay? Uh, That's that's the most important thing. (laughs) We'll take all the moldy apples from all the other grocery stores.
1: Throw away all of the good apples. Sorry, moldy apples only. (laughs) Uh, So,
3: anyway, Jeff, what what did you through the week? God damn
1: it! What just happened?
3: (laughs) This is my chance yeah, because we were talking Louise's
1: about my chance. To- and I, know, I was on
3: the ball! the ball! No, I was on it!
1: Uh huh, sure. Uh, let's see.
3: I have.
1: Uh. I, I've been playing a lot of video games because I hacked my Wii U recently, and so I've been, like, bouncing around between different games. And I landed on, for a little bit, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. Are you familiar with this game at all? No. What Uh, system was it for? It was on the Wii U. Okay. So, uh, if any of you had played it, it would have been Matt. Um, It was a sequel directly, like a spiritual successor uh, to the Nintendo DS Kirby game, Kirby and the Canvas Curse, where you can only control Kirby by drawing paint lines on the touchscreen. Ew. Hmm. Uh, yeah, ew was the reaction of a lot of the, uh, audience for Kirby games. I liked the game a lot, Yeah, that was the is...
3: Game Informer review. Ew! 7.5 out of 10.
1: <laughs> fun, fun factor, ew.
3: Uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of, like,
1: uh, it, it- I liked it, but it was divisive to say the least, because people just wanted a normal Kirby game, and eventually the, like, cult status uh, it attained resulted in this sequel, and this sequel is all uh, claymation, and it's mm, mm. beautiful. The game looks amazing.
3: Like we were talking about last week, claymation games. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those. Um, the, like, splash screen that it shows when you click on the game in the, in the like, system menu and it's loading it, um, is all actual claymation where like the Flying Creek uh, characters are being held up by um, uh, little sticks, and it's very cute, and then you play the game, and if you're looking at the Wii U gamepad, which you have to to play the game, it looks fine, it's like that's not an HD screen, so, like, the effect is not fully there. But if you glance up at the like television while you're playing, it is really, really, like, stunning.
3: That um, seems like a weird mechanic, that they would have you look at the worst thing and not I mean, anything. I mean,
1: it's just
0: because you, you have... You just described the entire
1: Wii U. Yeah, console.
3: I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. That
1: is basically what I'm saying, Yeah, You, you have to control it by touch, <laughs> touch screen is the issue.
0: Right. So, mm. is it like Super Mario Run, where, like, curves? Kirby is just or like lemmings or Kirby is Kirby is to the right constantly and you have to keep him from killing himself?
1: No, you um you can touch him to make him like zoom forward, like roll forward a little bit, like poke him with the the thing. And then you have to kind of make him roller coaster around with the, the pen to get him across the level. But do you
0: control him doing things? Is there a button for him to eat a person? I
1: guess is uh, the, the primary question. I don't know if he eats anybody. Oh in this my
3: game. god, the, that's Fuck, his only man. thing. He doesn't even have any features. He's just a mouth. <laughs> that's all he does. Yeah,
0: he's li- yeah. He has no other purpose. You,
3: you can't take away
1: the one thing that Kirby does. Listen, Kirby didn't eat in, well, he didn't absorb powers in the first Kirby game. He did eat, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah. the
0: one thing that's been <laughs> consistent about him the whole time is that he eats people.
1: Yeah, I, uh, there's so far no eating. There was, like, a good justification for it in the first one. He got, like, cursed by a witch or something. Like, they at least played <laughs> lip service to the idea of, like, uh, there's a reason why. Alright. Alright. Uh, uh, yeah um but in in this one there's no such pretense he just is like uh, I guess I'll be a ball the whole time. No reason why.
3: Is he- was he supposed to be a human being who got cursed? This is horrible, is this true? What? No! What are you talking about? Who said well, he got cursed he by a witch?
1: some body horror yeah. to this that I'm not on board with. <laughs> well, he what did he cursed- get cursed with? He was cursed by a witch to be a ball in the, like, first of these games where he's just a ball.
3: Oh, okay. As opposed to a, a ball okay, with thank God. arms. Okay, <laughs> I've yeah. talked about my theory that Kirby is a type of tardigrade before, right? I <laughs> <You laughs> think so. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, sorry, um, I have to step away real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, hey. Uh, hey, hey Melissa. How's it going?
0: Yeah, so...
3: Uh, birthday, huh? You had a birthday this week? Yeah,
0: did you Did you hear about the, the birthday? Yeah, was it good? Yeah, it was. The,
3: uh...
0: <laughs> okay, we can
1: stop here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: I, I always... like it, though. <laughs> I always think about the, the scene from um, Mystery Science Theater 3000 where they ask Mike to seduce somebody. And like, <laughs> yeah. I can only keep it up for about 10 <laughs> seconds. Hey! how? Hey, Flavia. How's it yeah. going? Do you want to... <laughs> <laughs> He <laughs> just can't stop making a fart noise with his
3: mouth. Oh man. That was oh, a good show, huh?
0: That was a good show. I mean it's still good, I think. Yeah I, really...
3: I yeah, I've watched some of the new ones, but not all of them.
0: Yeah, and I w- for a while I was like, I guess the new show isn't that good because I don't feel the need to like power through all of the things, but I don't think I ever really did that with the original either. I always just like to have it on. Yeah. And I feel that way about this one too. Like it's yes. if I have nothing better to watch. It's like a great thing to just put on. And every once in a while I'll look up and be like, what the fuck? Is that a a monkey driving a car?
3: Yeah. Although I'm still mad that they include Gypsy to come on screen very slowly so you know a joke's coming, then tell a not very good joke, and then disappear. Like, what are you doing? Why are you bothering with this?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't understand. I don't even understand the thought process behind that.
3: (laughs) Yeah. The show is good. I really feel like my ideal group, though, was Mike, uh, uh, Kevin. Uh, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Them, them in the theater. That really was the best group for me.
0: I think Jonah Ray Rodriguez is very good, though. I like him yes. a lot. I don't know that he's, like, better than Mike, but I like that he's different than Mike in a good way. Yes, agreed. I'm not totally sold on the new Tom and Crow. Yeah, me either. I think they're fine, but they, they don't really seem to have any, like, of the personality I want them to have. Mm-hmm.
3: Some of their jokes are mean in the kind of way that I don't really want Monsieur Science Theater to go because yeah. if you look way back at some of their original stuff from yeah. 30 years ago there, there's some racist jokes sometimes and you're like "Ooh, that's not good yes and they don't do that anymore but sometimes they like in one of the recent ones they made a shit ton of fat jokes and I was like you don't, you don't have to do that though do you yeah
0: It's, I mean, I think it's a, it's weird because on the one hand, like, I do think it's crazy that things that were okay to say even, like, three or four years ago are starting to, we're starting to realize the fact that they were actually never okay. Yeah. So I understand that some media properties, like, if you look back at the first episodes of it, you're like, ugh, already. (laughs) Um, but also, like, usually Mystery Sides Theater has been pretty good about being up on all of that stuff, and so it's pretty surprising that, uh, that they're still not on the trolley. (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
3: Although hopefully it gets better. Yeah. Are they making more? I don't even know if they are, actually. I don't know if they've announced
0: it. I assume they are, because, like, the thing about Mystery Size Theater that's kept it going for so long is that it's incredibly cheap to make.
3: I guess that's true. Although they did have to do all that fundraising. Like, Joel had to work really fucking hard to get the show back. Yes, that's true. But
0: the biggest part of the fundraising was to build the sets and props and stuff, and now that they've done that, I think that they can make, like, the, the biggest piece of it now is buying rights to the movies. Yeah. So.
3: They have been doing a a pretty good job with that in this new set, I think. Yeah,
0: it's amazing how much of an endless resource bad <laughs> movies from like the <laughs> 70s are.
3: Yeah, especially, and I've said this a million times, but my favorite genre is people who just had access to an amusement park or like a Ren Faire or something were like, hey, we could just fucking shoot a movie here. <laughs> so they do it with basically no ideas or actors. <laughs> and yet somehow it got at least enough of a release that there's still
0: <laughs> copies around. <laughs>
3: It's really wonderful.
0: <clears throat> yeah, the thing that bums me out is that I feel like nowadays people can do that much easier, but because of that, it kind of floods the market and you can't see the ones that are true works of like incompetent
3: art. Yeah, that's true. And then you got stuff like the Blair Witch Project, which actually becomes successful and kind of yeah. wreck the curve for all that
0: nonsense. Yes, that's true. I can't understand how so often people see something like the Blair Witch Project and they're like, oh, the reason people like this is because of sh- shaky cameras got it as opposed to like maybe it's a good it's like the script is
3: good (laughs) I think that's the thing though, huh? Like, you see something successful and you don't understand why but you want a piece of that, so you look, you latch onto whatever you can see and decide yeah, that must be it. surely
0: uh, I mean, I am certainly no movie executive, so who am I to say anything, but surely the thing would be let's hire somebody who likes this and have them work on making something else that good like this.
3: But if you're incompetent and yet confident enough you'd look at it, you'd go, shaky cams I can do that, I don't need to hire some Else, because I figured this out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you've just described what's wrong with <laughs> literally everything in the world right now.
3: Yes. <laughs> I always get so mad that uh, like little uh, family-owned restaurants have such terrible uh, theming inside because yeah. fucking it's not expensive to actually just do a good job with your theming, but they yeah. don't care. I I'm still I still can't believe how often restaurants have
0: like unappetizing like table settings or mm-hmm. uh, or
1: like
3: menus. Yeah, or like a dusty, blown-out picture of food on the wall, and you're like, oh, what this is horrible." Fuck?
1: Sorry about that. I've made it back. What topic are we on?
3: We're talking about bad restaurants. Like Bad restaurant theming. The food might be good, but like the decor is dusty and horrible. That's why I love watching uh,
0: Restaurant Impossible, that, mm-hmm. because that's all he does. He comes in and he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, How <laughs> yeah. long has this picture been on your wall, you idiots? Yeah. That feels so good. Uh,
3: or a deli with a big sign over the deli counter that's like, here's the choices for sandwiches, and it's all dusty and filthy and some of the little letters have fallen off. And then there's a chalkboard standing on the counter that's like, no, here's what the actual menu is. No! Don't do that! You can't do that. <laughs> and, like, the thing about it
0: is, any human being who had any kind of, like, mind to to figure things out would walk into these places and be like, oh, that menu board is the thing that everyone is going to look at when they walk in for the mm-hmm. first time. That, at least, should look good. Yeah. And, like, anyone with <laughs> know that except, I guess, the owners of this place, and so often on Restaurant Impossible he says this, and then all the wait staff are like, yeah, we've been telling the owner that for years, and they're like yeah. they just won't listen because I guess like they're the boss and they don't want to listen to other people's opinions? Yeah.
1: I, I think the main uh, disconnect with any business is the people running it are not the people who are actually working at it, and so they have no idea what goes into it. Yeah, yeah. I
0: think that's true. I mean, this all started because we were saying that the reason that people aren't able to recreate the success of good movies often is because the people who then make the ones trying to rip them off don't like the original movies or know what's good about them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, like the problem Warner Brothers has been having with trying to make any superhero movies that are likable.
0: Yeah, all you need to do is hire some people who like superhero movies so that they know what
1: they want. Yeah, like Marvel hired Jon Favreau, who is like an established director, to just make one movie about one guy doing one thing. Instead of like, all right, we're gonna do Superman, and then the next movie will have the entire Justice League in it. Yeah, wow. I really
3: think still they should make superhero movies that fit into every type of genre. Because fucking, why not? Just go for it. Like I mean, you know, the fact that Winter Soldier was very much like a spy thriller. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah they I mean, need to do Marvel more has, of that. That's what
0: Marvel has been trying to do. That's yes, why Ant Man was a heist movie, and yes. like Guardians or yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy it's is like, like a buddy a space road trip. opera. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. No,
0: I agree,
1: but. They, yeah, there they're...
3: isn't a romantic comedy one yet. Not yet. Uh, isn't there? I don't think so.
1: Uh, yeah, we we have the like. Um, oh, the did, eight, you, did you the... say Civil War,
3: Louisa? Yeah, Is that's are You try to com- say mm-hmm. Bucky and. Uh, yes? Cap? Sure. Fine. Oh, I was yeah, thinking Iron.
1: I was thinking Tony and Steve. <laughs> no.
3: You can say that's a romantic drama, Matt, but I don't think you can say it's a romantic. Uh, yeah, that's,
1: that's like one of those uh, those divorce movies, like Revolutionary Road. <laughs> Oh, uh, I was driving to the grocery store
0: today, and I, like, almost accidentally drove out of the lane I was driving in because there was a- I've driven past it a hundred times, but this is the first time I actually looked at it. There was a building, like an office front or whatever, and the sign outside said, Divorce Services. <laughs> Not uh-huh. lawyer.
3: Yeah. What, what do you think that means? Uh, hmm. Right? Right? I was going to say something about murder, and then I'm like, mm, it's probably not good to say. Yeah. So I the, didn't. The subtitle under divorce services was
0: No Spousal Signature Required. oh. Look, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Surprise your spouse with a divorce. <laughs> like, besides the fact that, yes, that's
1: a crazy thing to do, what
0: I. Oh, man. It is required,
3: I know. <laughs> like,
1: it definitely <laughs> is. Like, you for sure have to do that. <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm like, secretly divorced from you and remarried to someone else. just to be you, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Are you divorced?
3: I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'll never know for sure.
1: All right. Somebody. Oh, yeah. Jo- jo- uh,
3: <laughs> hey, Josh. Matt. What got you here this week, Matt? Mine was uh,
1: mainly playing a think. character
0: named Josh, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was—I don't know what name starting with a J I was going for, like John,
3: Josh, Jake. Why a J, though? Also, awesome? I don't know. <laughs> Jeff, don't say Jeff. That's my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'll catch on.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, so this past week <clears throat> was my birthday week.
3: Happy birthday! Um,
0: thank you. Uh, and I got to do a lot of fun things. Which I won't go into, because that would be too interesting to talk about. Mm. Um... No, but you know, mostly I feel like I want to talk about more digital things on here so that other people in other parts of the world will have an ex- uh, chance to experience them. Mm-hmm. Um so I Although full
3: disclosure that we are biased towards
0: each other, I guess
3: that we all did an escape room yesterday
0: for my yes, birthday and it was super fun. That's true. We did do that and it was very fun, but I don't the, the the reason I don't want to talk about that kind of stuff is because since all three of us were there, there's no one to be the audience <laughs> surrogate to be like what does that mean? Yep. I can play
1: that part if you want.
3: <laughs> yeah, Jeff's, no. Jeff was inside a fake uh, cremation uh, furnace for a while.
1: Yeah, that was a fun thing. Yeah. I missed all of it because of that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, no, I want to talk about... Uh, I've been playing a game that I actually got a while ago but I had been holding on to um, called A House of Many Doors. It's a PC game. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of this game? I, I mentioned it briefly yesterday.
3: Yeah, I remember you mentioning it yesterday, but no, otherwise no. Uh,
0: it's by a developer called Pixel Trickery, uh, which I think this is their first game, but it's very similar to uh, a game called Sun. C. Have you played that, Jeff? No, but
1: I've heard the name. Okay.
0: It's sort of a... It's mostly a um, visual novel in that everything that happens in the game pretty much is just uh, like a page of text and then you choose how to react to it. Um, but then the other piece of it is that you are in a... What's called a kinetopede, which is basically like a train with spider legs that you ugh, travel around. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, And it's, it's a Lovecraftian post-apocalyptic Steampunk type of game where you are exploring. You are trapped in a giant house uh, with millions of rooms, and everyone like there's cities of people living in this house that don't that can't get out and have never seen the sunlight. Yeah. And you're trying to get from room to room to, <coughs> room to find the exit to this house.
3: Oh man, I have dreams like that. It's freaking me out just to hear about it.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the whole point of it. And um, just like <laughs> yeah, it, it turns out horror is supposed to freak you out, Louisa. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just like any Lovecraftian, uh, horror game, part of the game is that you have a sanity meter that is constantly r- running down <laughs> as you journey further into the darkness. Mm-hmm. And the sanity meter, uh, does affect the way that your character interacts with other characters a lot. Um, the options that you can choose change as you go more insane, but also it messes with you, the player, in an internal darkness kind of way where, like, the focus sort of blurs a little bit as you go crazier. And the font on all the text... Changes randomly as you're reading it. Uh, it's very cool and freaky. Also, the soundtrack is like m- like normal music when you're sane, and then as you go insane, it starts to like become insane more clown
3: posse. <laughs> yes, accurate. Uh,
0: it becomes more uh, dissonant, and eventually, like once you get completely insane, it's just the sound of metal tearing and people uh, laughing.
1: Uh, yeah, and there's... you, you join the dark carnival. Yes, <laughs> you forget how magnets work. Yeah, (laughs) you'd become a born-again Christian for some reason. (laughs)
0: Um, So anyway, I think it's a really excellent game, and uh, I would highly recommend it to anyone who likes this kind of horror game. (laughs) I think that there's definitely... You need to be a certain kind of person to want a game that that is designed to make you, the player, feel like you're going insane. But Mm -hmm. I'm definitely that, and I love
3: it. I didn't like that about the um, mobile game... Was it called the room? You get a little box, like a little steampunky box. You have to open. Yeah, a little puzzle box. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as you go further, like you start to hear whispers and weird sounds in the background, and you get notes about how this guy's like, "I think I've opened a portal to the hell dimension. Come join me." And like, no, I just wanted to do a puzzle box game.
1: <laughs> that is such a mild form of that that I don't think that you should play any actually scary games. Yeah, I agree. If that if you didn't like that, it's
3: because it's those weird lingering notes and whispers in the background that you hear near Ooh, the that's end. The back. Too
0: much. <laughs> no. Too Matt, much. did you ever play The Room or any of its sequels? I don't think so.
3: Was that... Um, it's on any what? mobile device,
1: I believe. No. Yeah, you start out with just like a little box and you have to do escape room puzzles on it.
3: Oh, it's very fun. Oh, I fun. think you
1: would like it. Yeah, Yeah, I like them a
0: lot. Yeah, I, I like a game that uses... I think it's very hard for a game, for me at least like video games being the kind of medium they are it's hard to immerse you in certain emotions like mm-hmm. when I'm playing a game I can feel a lot of things because of the game but fear is rarely one of them just because I have that layer of like safety because the stuff that's happening is on the other side of the screen
3: from mm-hmm. me. Do games not make you afraid or at least paranoid when it's the type of game where you can't see behind you and something could just attack you because the camera won't turn You back mean a
1: first person. Sh- shooter?
3: <laughs> well, I don't play those. Those could can, but I'm thinking of a lot of other different games that do that, too. Yeah, and some games do it well,
0: and I, I think that, I've talked about this before, I think that video games are a better vehicle for horror than movies because of that, mm-hmm. because, like... You can make those choices. Yeah, there's yeah. an additional layer of sort of <coughs> feeling helpless, because you know you could save the main character if you did it right, but you mm-hmm. won't, and you'll definitely die. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I feel like there's that safety there, and I I do, I appreciate when a game tries to sort of think outside the box in terms of changing things that you don't think are are allowed to be changed to make you feel the way you feel. Yeah,
3: that is good.
0: We talked about Eternal Darkness a little bit at dinner last night, which I think was the first one to do this really successfully. Did either of you guys play the, that game extensively? I um, played a little bit of it. The fact that um, sometimes you'd be playing and it would just turn the volume of your TV all the way down? That <laughs>
3: <bleh. laughs>
0: That's great that's such a good thing because I and I know lots of other players like when that happens you pause the game and you look to see like try to find why you're sitting on the remote control and like the and then you find that your remote controls on the other side of the room and you do feel like what what's happened like the until you realize that the game is even capable of that it's very it's very good it really does make you the player feel like maybe you are going crazy. <laughs>
1: I'm a little disappointed that technology increasing has not made them do has, hasn't made them do more with this because you could actually make the TV on the volume go down over uh, mm. HDMI because yeah. that's how like HDMI can be can control the TV that specifically. Yeah.
3: This, is, this is only tangentially related, but there's a very good uh, music video for a K-pop girl group that is designed entirely with the uh, visuals in the video to look like it's on an iPhone. And if you have an iPhone, or you're familiar with it, mm. the, seeing them do all the things t- as if they're controlling your phone, but it's just a music video, is very cool. But of oh, course, you, you have to be familiar with the specific technology that they are replicating the look of. Right. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> yeah It's. Uh, have you ever played any of these uh, lost phone games? It's sort of become a whole genre.
3: I've heard they're good, but no, I haven't.
1: Uh, I really like a normal lost phone. And its follow-up, uh, another lost phone. I also played one recently that is more explicitly a horror game called Sim, and its hmm. follow-up, Simulacra. And they are uh, very cool little puzzle games where the whole thing it like satisfies that that nosy snoop. Uh, aspect of you where you like desperately want to like go through someone else's stuff
3: <laughs> see you feel that I don't think I feel that oh, I will voluntarily uh, like just not involve myself with other people's business
1: yeah <laughs> that's weird yeah <laughs>
3: Well, once you involve
0: yourself with somebody else's business, you almost certainly will have to interact with them. And yeah, that's, that's true. The worst <laughs> you know I like
3: to avoid scenario. that.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, it's very satisfying to play those though because you get to like go through this this other person's phone and like discover all of the weird, interesting secrets they have about them. So
0: <laughs> is is that the idea that you have found a lost phone and you are trying to figure out who it belongs to?
1: Yeah, with the two lost phones games in that series that is explicitly like, yeah, you found a lost phone you're trying to figure it out. That's with a clever s- idea. With Sim it's, I think, a little different. Uh, like, the first one you found a lost phone, but like, there's, that's incidental to the story it's actually trying to tell, which is all weird and crazy.
3: Hmm. There was that Spy one. Did you guys play that? I never did. I heard it was so good though. No? Runner? Something Runner? No, uh, mm. Was it called that? or is I just remember the picture of the uh, app was a running man.
1: Spy app.
3: Yeah, we don't need to talk
0: about it. Let's talk about about a wiki or a subreddit, I guess.
1: (laughs) Oh (laughs) yeah, yeah. what if if we do a subreddit this time? (laughs) Uh, Let's see, I'm going to open my wiki randomizer file. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah, I guess we'll do this one. Oh, no.
3: (laughs) Don't build it up so much.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, not a valid community. Okay. well, good.
3: Probably, what was it?
1: Uh, Everything auto answers. (laughs)
3: Like Uh, car stuff? Cars, probably.
1: (laughs) Uh, I got another one for a free-to-play MMO. Do we want to do this one or re-roll? Didn't we
0: just do pirates last week? Yeah, yeah.
1: We yeah let's let's re-roll. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Aw, yeah, baby.
3: Aldi tips. All right. Wiki.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week's wiki is Disney. Mm, Hello. Okay. We. D- this is this is our bread and butter. Yep. Yeah, we love Disney.
0: Now, if this is just a listing of everything that Disney owns, then isn't it basically the whole internet? Burn. You got him, Z- yeah. yeah.
1: Suck it, Disney. Disney
0: is the worst company in the world right now? Question
1: mark? Uh, They certainly have the uh, most dangerous potential of any other company. There are definitely companies who are actively worse, but if Disney decided to be way more evil, it would be far more dangerous than a lot of those other companies.
0: Do you think Disney could kill everyone on Earth and get away with it Like before somebody stopped them? I know
1: they could kill half the people on Earth. Hey!
3: (laughs) Because they own Thanos' Irish
1: ideas. Because they did that in that Thanos movie. <laughs> got it.
3: <clears throat> <right>. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I saw a background that looked like sort of outer space. Tron constellation stuff of different Disney characters, but I They do own Tron. That has disappeared, and it is plain blue for me now. I still
0: see that, and I do love the fact that the constellation for Captain America is right next to the constellation for Woody from Toy Story, and that (laughs) makes me think about how great it would be if Woody from Toy Story joined the Avengers.
1: Yeah, those two would be friends for sure. Yeah, they're the same guy. Yeah, they're basically (laughs) the same character. Oh yeah, because Woody is also from, like, the 40s, right?
3: Uh, yes, the he 1840s is.
1: Maybe. <laughs> No, like, he's a toy from the 40s. Oh, yes, that's true, okay. He's a vintage toy. Yeah. Just like Captain America. How do you have... Hold on. Yeah. Okay, this... So you have
0: Iron Man and Captain America on here, which is already kind of a lot. You also have... Yeah, that's insane. Iron Man and Captain America in the same thing? That could never work. Well, I mean, to say, like, Disney owns a lot of shit. You're retreading the same ground twice. Yeah. you got fucking R2-D2 and BB-8. They're the same fucking character.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're the yeah. same guy. They're so goddamn like the same person. Oh my god! Meanwhile, you have only Minnie Mouse, not even Mickey Mouse, <laughs> just
0: Minnie Mouse. Uh,
1: love it! Oh, Ugh. Very Incredible. Good. So the Listen, first thing we I need enough it.
0: space to have Woody and Buzz Lightyear. We can't afford to also have uh, Belle from Beauty and the Beast up here.
3: Now, <laughs> uh, the first thing I notice is they've decided to use the Walt Disney font, which is an entire font. I've seen this around the internet and other places—an entire font based on the way that his signature is signed in promotional materials. Which I don't think he ever actually signed his name that way, but like, there's a huge dot over the I, and the D is like a big swirl. Yep. We all know. Uh, okay. So the whole header and then all the different areas are done in that font. It's a little bit much. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Magic Kingdom. It says, which makes me excited because I like the theme parks way more than I like other Disney properties. But I doubt they're really talking about the theme parks here.
0: It does say theme park in the list of things it's
1: about. It's the first
3: thing That's in the true. list of things it's about. That is true. Uh, the Disney Wiki. And then there is a picture of Sorcerer Mickey there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. He's the Disney one. He's the, like the main
3: Disney guy. I'm trying yep. to find... There's so many different fonts and ads. Here. Okay, here we go. The Disney Wiki is a free, public, and collaborative encyclopedia for everything related to Walt Disney and the Disney Corporation theme parks, film companies, television networks, films, characters, and more. The wiki format allows anyone to create or edit any articles so we can work together to create a comprehensive database for Disney fans. That is too many types of things. You yeah. have someone who wants to talk about Woody and his background and maybe what year his character is from, and then you have someone else who wants to talk about mergers between film companies. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> okay, no, I do want to talk about Woody, though. Let me look up <laughs> yeah. what year was Woody made, the, his the toy that we're all friends with.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> Can we talk about
1: Scrooge McDuck a little bit as well? Yes! Oh, yes! Oh, thank you for asking. Is Good, he I'm... the
3: only millionaire that we all love unconditionally? <laughs>
1: uh, no, we are all big fans of Elon Musk. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I almost really got really, you there. That really took the wind out of my sails.
0: Um, I was going to say, me. I feel like Scrooge McDuck was supposed to be a villain. Do you? Do you guys well, feel like he was originally like portrayed as if he was a villain? Because he first came around as just being Scrooge from Christmas Carol in the Mickey I Christmas don't Carol.
1: Think that that's is true. not his first appearance. Yes, yeah, he oh, was. Well. He's
3: designed that way, and that's why he has the name Scrooge, of course. But yes. he's from way back before that. Okay, but still, uh, he's supposed yeah. to be... Be a bad
1: guy, and yet he's great. Yeah, he's got a lot of Loki vibes about I think, him.
3: I don't. Th- I think he's supposed to be a bad guy, and that he's always like grumpy. But I think he's supposed to be the Deus ex Machina for uh, Donald Duck's adventures. Like, oh, we needed to go on a submarine. Well, he's got a submarine. Like, you don't have to worry about obtaining a submarine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think that Scrooge McDuck is a bad guy in that he's propaganda that uh, reinforces the make believe idea of a self made millionaire.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> (laughs) that's true
1: like oh yeah he got all of his money just by going on adventures like i do like the idea that's not how anyone makes money i think it's uh, the the idea that he
0: has his number one dime the first dime he ever made and Mm. then footage missing and now he's a millionaire (laughs) (laughs) we're at some point in there scrooge McDuck definitely did at least one murder right
3: Oh yeah, for sure. Does uh, that happen in any of the comics when he's in like a gold mine and someone else is trying to literally undermine him in the true sense of that word and then he yeah. kills them? Because I feel like <laughs> yeah. that could fit right in.
1: Yeah, he definitely like hits their, ha- their hanging on a cliff and he whacks their fingers <laughs> with his cane. I mean, 100% for sure in the DuckTales
0: video game, like you kill a lot of people. I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you kill a lot of
0: dogs.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. You're just going around <laughs> oh murdering God. dogs. He's definitely a millionaire would kill a lot of dogs, isn't
1: he? Yeah. <laughs> yep. You go to the moon because your love of but killing dogs can't be sated.
0: <laughs> Listen, there's a lot of money in killing dogs,
3: apparently. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you clean up the streets of all these dogs people don't want, and that's how you make money. Oh yeah. God, Jesus. I'm sorry. We're all that I beagles too. Dogs. I love dogs. Stop. They're like
1: expensive dogs. Beagles are not cheap. Stop They're not having. just like mutts. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, if you, if, you, if you don't own them and
0: you just kill a bunch of them to turn <laughs> Listen, them into...
3: I don't want to talk about killing dogs anymore. <laughs> yeah, but I do. <laughs> oh, I just <sighs> noticed that the, the little mouse pointer on this page is a little Mickey glove, and that's very cute.
0: So does he only have a, so much money because of adventuring? Is that true, or is, was that just a joke you were making? I
1: think no, he's. I mean, he owns businesses, but like yeah. they commonly portray him as having earned all of his money by like yeah. working really hard,
3: and well, that he's very savvy. Like he went somewhere and someone's like, "Well, this mine will never work," and he's like, "Well, I'll buy it from you." And then it turns out he was able to work hard and get a whole bunch of gold out of it. So is it mining? Is he
0: <laughs> that's does he what, own that's a mining of interest? Does he <laughs> manufacture anything? In what way is he adding to the economy?
3: Uh, He's not! He's got all his money in a big silo! (laughs) (laughs) Of course he's not adding to the economy.
0: He's an oil tycoon? That's not very savvy, keeping all your money in a
1: silo. It's not earning interest. No, it's not. Uh, He's he's an oil tycoon,
3: among other things. Mm. So, that's bad. Uh, Speaking of bad messages, I feel like Maybe on the original Ducktales, it was kind of implied that people come and bring him new baskets of coins to add to the silo because he is earning interest somehow in a way that doesn't make any monetary sense.
1: Hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's earning interest because he's—it's ju- just feudalism. <laughs> yeah, it's he makes people bring paid him paid money. <laughs> yeah, he's—he's he's the dragon of
3: Duckburg.
0: <laughs> I guess he is shown as being a like a slum lord, right? <laughs> Probably.
3: That's probably true.
0: I feel like he owns a lot of the buildings in Duckburg and people pay him rent. He was
3: canonically a slumlord in uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, though. Well, yes, he was just Scrooge in Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yes, yes. Uh, He... (laughs)
1: <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out the art, like, where he earned his money, and he uh, apparently at some point hired a bunch of mercenaries so that he could take over a rubber plantation from the native population of whatever oh, of course, country. Of course
3: he did, because he's just like Daddy Warbucks, where if you look into it even a little bit, you're like, oh, war profiteering, definitely. <laughs> yeah, Warbucks is, Warbucks is in his name. Yes.
1: Oh, no, uh, There's only one business in the galaxy that gets you this rich. So it's
0: kind of bonkers that Disney owns a lot of properties that are about how
3: millionaires made
0: all of their money from war and then decided to become good.
3: Yeah, that's kind of the way it goes when you're trying to write comics. Though you want to show fun things, so you're gonna be like, "Who can afford a submarine, an airplane, a trip to?" Are you trying to say that
1: Tony Stark is Scrooge McDuck? That they're the same guy? Absolutely, yeah. There's
3: several scenes of him swimming in money, aren't there? (laughs) Because I feel like I remember that.
1: There's a dude in a Robot suit in Ducktales too, and he's Scrooge's bodyguard. Yes,
3: <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> Oh, this uh, goes all the way to
0: the top yeah <laughs> do you think do you think that there was a moment when the person was like writing the character of Tony Stark where someone came up to him and was like mm, that's just Scrooge McDuck
1: yeah it was like that Scrooge was still a contemporary like it was only 20 years earlier that Scrooge McDuck yeah. was invented not even uh, every time I try to embark on a
0: creative endeavor I'm sure that a lot of people will uh, will identify with me here I get you know 1% into it and then realize that it's just a rip off of something else that's better than anything I could ever do. <laughs> Um, and, yeah. and I feel like the main thing you need to do in order to be a genuine creative talent is to somehow not think that way, or maybe ignore that that part of your brain. Uh, but <laughs> I always think about things like this. Whenever I think about the origins of a character, I always think there must have been someone in that office who was like, mm, actually, this is just the Brave Little Toaster again. <laughs> Toast People to- love that, though. the Brave Little Toaster. That's, uh, the brave that's, Little- that's the-
3: where the term elevator pitch comes from. That You'd be like, check this out. It's just the Brave little toaster, and people yeah, love yeah, it. They're like, "Yes, here's some money. Make
0: it." <laughs> I'm not worried about making money. I'm saying, like, cr- trying to create something original.
1: I don't understand as a creative yeah, that's a endeavor. Crazy thought.
3: What are you no. talking about? Why don't you just make another shaky cam movie? <laughs> yeah,
1: just just do a movie where all of the action is incomprehensible. That's what people will pay money for. <laughs>
0: Uh, anyway, uh, Toy Story is just a uh, Brave Little Toaster reboot is another yes. hot take I'm going to give you guys. Okay. I'm, no, it. I'm into it.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you know um, Scrooge McDuck was uh, voiced by the Crypt Keeper in uh, Mickey Mouse shorts after the original voice died? I now, have heard I'm that. I'm pretty sure you mean the actor who played the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, no, uh, but he's just the Crypt Keeper, like, he doesn't- he's not famous for anything else.
0: No, I know, I just wanted to make sure that we weren't going into some (coughs) very weird alternate reality stuff, where, like, the guy was doing the Crypt Keeper as Scrooge (laughs) McDowell. That would be so
1: funny if- We just started.
3: Trudic Duck really loves money and puns about graveyards. (laughs) Yeah, we start treating the crypt keeper and
1: like any other puppets, like we treat the Muppets, like they could just be actors in movies or like have appearances on late night. Which I guess the crypt keeper was that way for a while. Yeah,
3: he was. Yep.
1: (sighs) Jesus, why didn't we do that with Yoda? That
3: would be good. You can still do that.
1: Yeah, Uh, I guess he's dead now.
3: Yoda. I mean, sure. Yeah. His ghost can still do stuff. Frank, Rest
1: wait. in peace, Yoda.
3: Is Frank Oz
0: dead? No, I
1: don't so. Think what so. are you saying, Jeff? No, the character Yoda died a long time ago in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away.
3: <laughs> well, they all—oh oh, no! All the Star Wars characters have been dead for hundreds of years.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Guys, wh- I'm so excited for us to get to Wikipedia because it's all written in the past tense.
3: <laughs> we can't talk about this again. We talked about See You in Hell already last time. No, two <laughs> <Yes>. times ago.
1: <laughs> uh, Shit, God. Alright, I guess let's bring up a random page in Disney.
3: I will do mine because it's super short. I have David Campbell. David Joseph Campbell is an Australian singer, television presenter, <laughs> is news the Joseph and voice actor. He was cast to voice a koala bear newscaster known as David Koalaball. In the Uh, Australian uh, and New uh, Zealand version- You gotta slow way down. (laughs) David Koalab
0: Is that a spin on- Yeah, on David Campbell? Sure, of course it is. Campbell! Okay, (laughs) I was really trying to get there.
3: Uh, you can't, because it's too much of a stretch. (laughs) Yes. Uh, he was cast as David Koalabal in the Australian and New Zealand version of the Disney animated film, Zootopia. There is a picture of him, there is a picture of his character. okay. And this is the entire page about him. The end.
1: Jesus. I'm so tired from knowing about
3: that. (laughs) Yes. Is David Campbell
0: <sighs> famous enough that this is a pun that anyone got? Apparently, I'm we, sure people did in Australia. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Do you guys? Is there a way in which it's offensive that in Zootopia all of the different nationalities of humans all live in
1: one big city as animals? Do you know the offense? The offensive <laughs> part oh, yeah. of that is that the racial minority are uh, animal, all predator species of animals, and they explicitly call that out. Now, hold on, because she. Shaqu- <sighs> Kira is a llama
0: gazelle? or something. I thought yeah, was a gazelle. gazelle that's right. No,
1: I'm not saying the character is voiced by people of color. Oh. I'm saying, like, within the, like, world of the film, the racial minority, like, that is put upon is, uh, the predators, like, foxes and wolves and stuff. But
3: I never this? saw that movie, but I don't like the, the movies that.
2: Yeah.
0: Because the point of the movie is that they're only seen as predators by society, but actually, like, they, they aren't, that's not the, the nature of them. Like, they can be a part of society, which is actually, I think, a pretty good social right.
1: commentary on the way in which I, white culture views people of color. I just think that it loses the metaphor when the, like, stand-in for racial minorities is actually a lion. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I don't it's like this movie, I don't think. <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. I Liked it. Oh, uh, very good, g- good gags.
3: <laughs>
1: good jokes. It's got good jokes in it. Um,
0: it's got a handful of funny
1: jokes in it, but it does have a lot of songs by Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not. Yeah.
3: good. <clears throat> I like some of her
1: songs. Mm, Shakira's good. Uh, I wanted to look up to see if the people behind this wiki had to frantically scramble to add all Fox properties to it, and they did, in fact. Cool. <laughs> uh, because I looked up Dark Phoenix, and it already has like a pretty comprehensive article about how yeah. it will be the first X Men movie distributed by Disney.
0: This is a this is a like very active wiki. This might be the most active wiki we've done so far. I'm seeing now that like. Yeah, in the last uh, 10 minutes... Somebody has updated one, two, three, four, five, six,
1: seven, eight articles. Yeah, there are one hundred seventy-one members online on the wiki's Discord. Somebody is updating <laughs> all of the um,
0: the the different classical music articles for Fantasia uh, right yeah,
1: now. I'm looking at that. Yeah, yeah. EJB one, good job. I don't like uh, it. <laughs> yeah, I I looked to see the Alien franchise uh, does in fact currently have a page on the Disney wiki. Okay.
3: I really hate when people who are fans of uh, some type of creative property then really get into the business side of it like how much money movies make and stuff. Yeah, that's no good. Don't be a fan of that, you weirdo. I'm
1: I'm interested in that stuff. Like I think uh, it's I think it's at least culturally of note that a movie like Avatar was the highest grossing movie of all time despite the fact that I know maybe 5 people who've ever seen it. Yeah, also, it's-, it's the worst piece of shit that has ever been made into a <laughs> film.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think it's worth noting that that's how you can hype up total nothingness <laughs> to the point that people will go see it and it doesn't mean Yeah,
1: anything. I mean in order to beat it, they had to make 22 movies about Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And I don't think it's beaten it yet. It's just, like, on track to beat it. It's definitely going to beat it. There's no way it won't. It has to make currently another $300 million, which it probably will, yeah. because it'll be in theaters for, like, another month or two. And it made a billion dollars in its opening weekend.
3: Yeah. No, I don't want people to be fans of this. Stop being impressed by that. <laughs> don't think about it. I'm not, like,. <clears throat>
1: fawning over it like I think it's good, but I think that it is culturally relevant.
0: See, this is this is gonna lead me to my point, which is, you're wrong. <laughs> Agreed! Because what if with money, we just don't anymore? <laughs> I agree. Like, I'm not saying as a society, I'm saying we. What if we just don't? Um, like, you and, and me, Louisa, Jeff, me, <laughs> we all are just like, nah. Like, I'm gonna stop being impressed by me money now. I feel like I already
3: am. I hope so. I try to be. (laughs) I I don't think I'm... Oh no! We're coming for the thing that we love the most. Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) I'm (laughs) going to have to give up Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'm impressed. I
1: think I just find it... Um, interesting to examine? I don't know. I want to... I, no, I, don't like I want to pursue an attitude where if somebody told
0: me how much money a movie made, I would be exactly as impressed, or exactly as interested if they, as if they told me how many extras were in it. Like, I don't care. Why would I
1: care? Oh, but like, uh, when I found yeah. out how many extras were in Spartacus, I was like, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Counterpoint. Sort of things. <laughs> Um, I think, well, I, I don't, like, the amount of money is not as interesting to me as, like, Jurassic World made more money than the Avengers. Why did that happen? Who
0: cares? Who knows? Yeah, who cares?
1: <laughs> Nobody likes also
0: Jurassic also, World! Yeah. <laughs> also, Jurassic World had way more dinosaurs, so think about that. That That's something to be impressed about. Yeah. Mm,
1: I think Sam Jackson is a real old dinosaur, if you think about it.
0: Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, guy's so like my 72 random, years old. My random page I got was uh, Get Along, Little Zombie. Um, Jesus. Uh, which is
3: apparently an episode of the TV series The Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh no, the children's uh, fun witch drama. Drama comedy? Dramedy.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure, dramedy. Like somebody
3: introducing a technical Oscar that is going to go to
0: Harry Potter. <laughs> Uh, children's um, witch okay. get along little zombie is the 102nd episode wow. overall and the 24th episode of the fourth season of wizards of Way, right Hey, place. speaking
3: of being impressed by high numbers yeah. <laughs> that shouldn't mean anything god damn that show had over 100 episodes
1: is this the selena gomez one is yes. this what she's from yes Who knows. okay why did you know the answer to that so quickly Louisa? because
3: when she got popular doing other shit everyone constantly were like mm, remember when she was a little girl on this show and i'm like No, I don't.
0: Okay, now. (laughs) Oh, she sang
1: the theme song, too.
3: There
0: is a plot synopsis for this episode of The Wizards of Waverly Place, which I absolutely will not listen to or read, so we're not (laughs) going to get into it.
1: Please, but it's from the final season. We need to know. Yeah, just rip rip the band-aid
0: off. Do not I'm not going to. What I am going to say is that <laughs> there's a section in this called Spells, where they list all of the spells cast in the episode.
1: Wow. Oh, better than that, the section is just labeled Spell, well, because there's only one spell in this episode. <laughs> there's only one in this
0: episode, but do you think this is a service provided by this wiki for every episode of The Wizards of Waverly Place? A I show hope so. where the premise
3: is that they are wizards, <laughs> so they would have to cast spells? I certainly hope so, because then if you're looking back over your favorite episodes and there's over a hundred of them and you're like where's that one where this spell made her hair turn purple you have to be able to find it by episode don't you I've so here's clicked. the thing about this there is one spell in this episode which is apparently
0: about zombies the spell isn't making zombies <laughs> the spell is make these troubles no more go in through the outdoor which what the fuck does that mean uh, and I guess it makes it impossible to leave a place where the spell is cast
3: so Oh, I get it. So, like, if you try to leave the diner through the front door, you'd come back in through the back door, and then the audience would laugh. Okay, fine, yes, good. But...
0: So did the zombies happen like independently of magic in this?
1: I clicked on four random episodes of the show, and they each, uh, all but one, had a section for the spells that appeared in the oh,
3: episode. Trivia for this episode: this is part three of a four-part arc. So, Matt, you're asking. Oh, too
1: see, many that's many why we don't hit. understand. Yeah, there I is a zombie because somebody is there as Abercrombie zombie. <laughs> yeah.
3: I clicked on another
0: random episode, and instead of spells section, it has a magical object section, which is. A pair of magical Bermuda shorts. Oh, pretty good. Jesus. Oh man, is this show actually extremely good? You guys, <laughs>
1: there's
3: absolutely
1: no way that that's the case. <laughs>
3: Matt, you need to watch every episode of this show. Fuck whatever other show you were going to do that I've for been earlier. I'm getting through Cleopatra twenty five twenty five.
0: Yeah, how far oh, are you in? The, uh, into I've that? almost watched the first episode. <laughs> Well, <laughs> You've almost idea, started I watching have. it, or... I've downloaded them all, and I've started <laughs> watching the first episode.
1: Well, you can only watch it two minutes at a time or your nose starts bleeding <laughs> profusely it's and you can't stop it. and terrible.
3: <laughs> I say forget that entirely. Watch all hundred and something episodes of this show. I, mean, I think
1: forget both of those ideas and play Wizards of Waverly Play Spellbound for the Nintendo DS.
3: Oh
0: man, <laughs> that also sounds like a good idea. <laughs> We'll see. I don't know. I feel like I really need to up the Matt punishing himself with jokes from this podcast that I've
3: been doing. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
3: you need to stop saying on tape that you're going to do things that you don't want to do because people will call you on it. Listen, I'm going to watch all of
0: Cleopatra 2525. (laughs) No, you have to stop saying that. (laughs) It's just very
1: difficult to do. Ah uh, boy. Uh all right, I also got a random page uh-huh. and it is Alice's Balloon Race, which is a cartoon from nineteen twenty six. Wow. Hit
3: me with that link.
1: Oh, right, yeah, it's part of the Alice comedies, which is a blue link that goes to another page in the wiki. Uh, I guess Alice is a character that isn't the Alice in Wonderland she one. She goes to some kind of wonderful land. Yeah. Mm,
3: I like this uh, title card very much. <laughs> I love old. Wow, oh,
0: I can't believe how old this is. Louisa, did you ever play um, Bendy and the Ink Machine?
3: No.
1: You would like that because it's all done in this style. I wanted to play that game, but it's not for free anymore.
3: Oh, it's on the DVD for The Adventures of Oswald and Lucky Rabbit.
1: Oh, fun. Uh, the Alice comedies are about a live-action girl named Alice and an animated cat named Julie. I have
3: heard of these. Very weird. It's a cool idea, though.
1: Yeah. Uh... Okay, these are weird. I wonder if this Alice is still alive.
3: <laughs> Don't think about that. That's too weird to think about first. Uh, hello? Hey, Matt. Yes? Hey,
1: I dropped out for a little bit, but you guys didn't notice, probably.
3: Yes, we did. Uh, I Oh, you, mentioned... you stopped talking. Okay.
1: Well, yeah, you you mentioned something about Bendy and the Ink Machine, and I said that I would want to play it, but it's not for free anymore. Uh, Yeah, I have it,
0: and it's very good, and it's all done in this style, which is nice, but it's very scary, so Louisa
1: probably would hate it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Anyway, um, so what's the plot of
1: this Alice's balloon race? Uh, I don't know, I didn't read.
3: Alice yeah. and Julius enter a madcap <laughs> balloon race where Julius gamely attempts to keep their balloon aloft.
1: Who's yeah, it, it's, okay, yeah, it's there. Very short. <laughs> uh, I I was trying to figure out what the hell Alice, uh, is. Mm. The Alice comedies. Uh, is this cat Julius? Because it looks like Felix the cat. It might be. I don't know, apparently these are all
0: in the universe of Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, the precursor yeah. to Mickey Mouse. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, Alice is a human.
3: Yes, we yeah, discussed Alice all this. Alice is <laughs> a human. We've
0: Matt, you missed it. Okay, well, I'm learning this for the first time, and I'm excited <laughs> by it.
1: Okay, so Julius was Disney's first recurring character, predating Oswald and Mickey, and he does just look exactly like Felix the Cat. Mm. It's uh, weird
0: that Alice and Julius aren't links to uh, the pages about these characters, really. Yeah.
1: Actually, one uh, uh, someone named Margaret Winkler was, like, bullying Walt Disney, saying, like, you should just copy Felix the Cat. I distributed that cartoon, uh, so you should make your own Felix the Cat, because I don't like the guy who made Felix anymore. Yeah, there seem to be
3: a lot of uh, weird, cutthroat piratey behaviors in early cartoons.
1: Yeah. I'm so weirded
0: out by this real, actual adult, or not an adult, this real, actual child
1: human being who was Alice. Yeah. Um, She just has to be in these cartoons.
3: It's a cool idea, though. It's some complicated um, tech involved.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: didn't realize that that human beings being painted into animation cells went
1: back this far i
3: don't know how they did it. actually
1: there was a a green screen effect in the silent film version of uh universal's hunchback of notre dame with um Mm -hmm. what's his face who played uh lon chaney no that's yeah lon chaney that's late isn't it no lon chaney jr played the wolfman lon chaney played the hunchback Um, And there's, like, green screen effects in that that work pretty much the same as how that type of effect works now. Just, you know... 120 years ago. Mm, pretty
0: cool. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these Alice uh, I mean, it's just still pictures on the wiki, but it looks like they're just playing, like, two reels of film on top of each other basically.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Did they paint onto the cells of the uh, recordings at this point? I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I like, think... on onto the actual film? Probably not, because it would be too small. Yeah. But, like, they would take the, uh, they, hmm, well, How yes, would they do yes, it? Jeff. I guess they I, would, I would just
3: The actual reels, yes, I do know. I guess
1: they would just overlay, (laughs) right?
3: I think so.
0: I think they would probably have somebody go through, I don't know, I mean, they were already having animators do things cell by cell, so they probably would be able to go cell by cell for the the filming of this little girl to paint out all of the stuff in the background so that they could then overlay it with the animated cells, right?
1: I would be thinking that they would just take each frame of this live-action girl and, like, overlay the photograph of the the animation over... Top of it, and that would be the easiest way to do it. Right, but too you'd dumb have to, to
3: figure this out, you guys.
0: You'd have to take out whatever was in the background of the shot of the girl.
1: I mean, or you just, like, the animation is all opaque. Let's oh, see. I guess the background, too. Maybe they just literally cut her out, like, with, um, with a uh, razor. Like, they. Cut her out of the image. Yeah, maybe.
0: Man, people were real dumb.
3: What? We're real dumb. We they can't. Sure dumb. We don't know how
1: this
0: works. Instead. <laughs> If if I were a Disney animator, I would simply invent
1: computers. <laughs> yeah, why didn't they just invent computers to do it? Yeah. Oh man, I watched one of these old. It was like a Mickey cartoon from the '30s where he goes to a haunted house. Mm-hmm. Ah, guys, these things are so creepy. Yeah, they're yeah, so like lonely and overbearing and like. Do you think that Do you think that Walt Disney ever met a child? Uh. Yeah, probably at some point, but, like, (laughs) maybe he just thought it was a little adult? Yeah,
0: follow-up question. Do you think he fucking hated children and wanted (laughs) them to have nightmares
1: forever? Uh, Ah, yeah, that must be it, because, like, every Disney cartoon from this era is so creepy. Yeah.
3: Was it for kids, though? I mean, tangentially, but it was also just for adults to see at the movies and be like, look at this crazy thing.
1: Yeah, but the movies were for kids. Yeah. Yeah. Going, going to the movies was for children.
3: Yeah, but at the time, it was sort of a novelty for everybody, so it was just like, let's all take a look. Right?
1: Mm. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure how it works.
3: I'm done with my coffee, and I think we should stop recording.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm still thinking about watching every episode of Wizards of
2: Waverly Place. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Put it on your list.
0: Yeah, maybe.
3: Um, okay, well, thanks
0: everyone for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you guys are inspired to go and watch
1: some good old Disney cartoons.
0: I mean, the ones from the era of Scrooge McDuck are good, for sure.
1: Yeah, I think all those, like, the 50s ones especially, because then you're out of the war propaganda era. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yes, mostly, yes.
0: Yeah, like, 50s and 60s is pretty good time for weird Disney stuff. So you should go check some out, um, and I hope you liked it. If you liked this podcast please rate and review us on itunes and please tell your friends about the podcast so that we can continue to grow that's extremely helpful to us um if you want to get in touch with us you can email us seeing at gmail.com or you can find us on twitter at hack the net pod if you want to get in touch with me you can find me
1: on mastodon at matt Heron at mastodon.cloud i'm also on mastodon it's coolmemes.biz slash at jeff You can find me there. You can also join our Discord by DMing any of us. Uh, You can go to weaponizedlanguage.com and listen to my other podcasts. You can go to patreon.com slash jeffjk and support me on there. You can go to Instagram or Snapchat and follow me. I'm jeffjk on both of those services, Uh, and that for sure is all of my things.
3: All right, you can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Come and talk to me. If you talk to me about the show, I will ask you to please explain what you are saying, because I will not have remembered, and I'm sorry.
0: All right, thanks to everyone who's been tweeting about us. Thanks to at Dusty Gulch. Thanks to Thank at the giant be with you. Thank you. Um, Probably some other people. <laughs>
3: Lazy. Man. Stuff, yeah, thanks, at thanks Pokemoniac guys.
0: At Steph. Um, you guys are great, and it's always very cool to see it. Also, thanks to everyone who's on our um, Discord already, because you guys always post some weird shit that I really am into a lot. <laughs> uh, Alright, well, thanks to you guys for listening. Uh, please come back next time, but in the meantime, please don't forget about us, your net
1: nannies. I'm logging off. Mmm,